Welcome to Cover 4. If you're a Section 4 football fan, this is your podcast. I'm Coach Smith, and I'll be your host. Our guest today is Dan Doherty. He's from the ESPN Ithaca station. He's a sports reporter and a play-by-play analyst. Welcome, Dan. Hey, how's it going? Good. Glad to have you. Thanks for taking the time. Dan's going to cover the Section 4 football season preview, specifically the Tompkins County teams that he covers. All right, quick pitch to you, Dan. You got the ball. Go with it. Yeah, so it's 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 a bit beyond Tompkins County. We got we got 10 teams uh, that we cover. Uh, they, we got Seneca County, uh, or Schuyler County, I should say. Uh, and, and we go down to Cortland County sometimes. So, uh, the, the area is a little wider than just Tompkins County, but you know, our main core is the Tompkins County team. So, but I'll start with a team that's not in, uh, Tompkins County, it's Tioga County. It's the, the, probably the best team in my area right now. It's uh, Spencer Burnett and Cander. Uh, they moved to eight man last year. And they were just incredible. They they were they went undefeated five and zero with uh, outscoring opponents uh, by over one hundred points. And the thing that makes them scary this year is all their core is back this year. Uh, so Hunter Henry and Devin Beach are both two bullying brutal backs uh, in the backfield, and their quarterback is Nick Thomas, who's very talented as well. Uh, so the fact that they have those three players back. I don't know how they're going to lose again this season. So I, I, I think they're, they're going to have another great uh, run in, in eight man. And I mean, there's postseason now, so they'll have something actually to play for this season. So uh, Spencer Vanette and Kander, uh, I think is going to make a lot, a lot of noise uh, heading into uh, the eight man season, their second uh, trip to uh, eight man football. Uh, then we have Lansing in our area. They, they went four and one last year. They were, the section four champions uh, two, two, season, two, two seasons ago, not the shortened season, you know, uh, the season beforehand, they went to the intersectional championship and uh, unfortunately lost uh, in, in that game. Uh, but now they are in a transition phase. They just had their quarterback, Ben Vincent, who was a phenomenal athlete. He's uh, graduated and is now playing for Alfred University. So uh, the key for them is how do they replace a super talented quarterback uh, like Ben Vincent. Uh, we'll be covering their game against Moravia to open up the season. That's uh, tomorrow. So uh, I will know more about what their quarterback situation is and how they'll be adjusting uh, to the, to, to not having uh, Ben Vincent uh, in, in, on that roster. They do have Eric Kahn, who's been on the team since his sophomore year. He's a very talented player and Carson Crandall as well is a, is a great target uh, he's a tight end uh, for the team and a great, great athlete as well. Uh, then Watkins going to Desimontour. They are a combined team, the Seneca Indians. Uh, they went three and one last season, and uh, they are also looking for uh, a, a new quarterback. Uh, or actually, at the, the Cameron Holland, my apologies. Uh, Cameron Holland is back for a senior season, so they have some senior leadership uh, at, at the QB position, which is always important. Uh, Owen Schultzek is a great player. Uh, Traven Jones is also excellent uh, in, in the backfields. He's, he's come back for a senior year. So uh, they are a team that's fun to watch since they exclusively hand it off. They, they, they never pass the ball. It's very, very rare to see them pass the ball. They just, uh, they have three guys in the backfield at all times and you don't know where they're going. And that's usually a style you see in eight man football, 
but they take it to 11 man and, and see how teams can uh, adjust to that. And I mean, I called a great game with them last year. Uh, they were playing Groton and they were down 14, nothing at halftime uh, and slowly, but surely chipped away at the lead and scored 28 unanswered points to, uh, to win the game 28, 14 in the second half. And uh, it was a very impressive performance. So they are, uh, they are a fun team. Uh, and uh, you know, that, that having that combined uh, team is it always helps. I mean, like I just said, Spencer Vanette and Kander is probably the best team in our area. So having a player pool from two schools uh, is very, very helpful uh, when you are, you know, trying to trying to make an impact uh, in in section four. Uh, then in eight man, we have the the Newfield Trojans. They actually played uh, last night. They opened up their season against Thomas A. Edison and won twenty five to six. Uh, they are also in a transition phase, their, their quarterback, Jacob humble. Uh, he has graduated. He is now playing for St. John Fisher, uh, in the empire eight. And, uh, now they have given the reins to, uh, Jalen Hardison, who is a superb athlete. Uh, he is a phenomenal basketball player. So now he gets to show his skill on the gridiron. Uh, and it, he got off to a great start. A 25-6 victory over uh, Thomas A. Edison is is uh, is very impressive. And uh, they do have a new coach this year. Uh, they had Jeff Stein for the past two seasons. Uh, but now they have Hank Newbert, who has been around the area for a long time. He was the assistant coach at Lansing. Uh, he was the assistant coach for Newfield for a long time. But now he's back as the head coach. Uh, and, and he's just got a great outlook on things. A very, very positive guy. Uh, and, and just a great football coach. So I'm excited to see what the Trojans could do this season. They're, they're already off to a great start. It was the first day of school for them. And then they went down to uh, uh, to play their first football game. So it was an exciting start to the year for the Newfield Trojans on, on Wednesday. Uh, the Moravia Blue Devils, they're also eight-man now. They they made the switch last season. Uh, they went three and two, uh, but they are already one and zero this season. They played a week zero game against Weedsport, and they're calling that the Cuga Bowl now. Uh, and they won with the last second touchdown to Tacoma Lee. It was 21 seconds left. Uh, they they get the toss to uh, Tacoma Lee, and he scores to win 36-32, uh, which is a phenomenal finish. They have a new quarterback by the name of Luke Landis. He's a sophomore, a great three-sport athlete, be- uh, baseball, basketball, and football. Uh, and it, it's, it seems like he's off to a great start. The, I mean, Tacoma Lee talked about him and, and said he's a, he's a great leader for this team. Uh, so Moravia's got a, a good outlook for the next few years in the, in the eight-man circuit. Uh, so I'm excited to see what they can do this season. Again, like I said, I'll be covering their game against Lansing tomorrow. Uh, that'll be a fun way to start my season uh, on ESPN Ithaca with that, with that broadcast. So uh, that'll be a fun game for sure. Eight-man's always a, a fun to watch um, You know, with, with that open field and a whole lot of touchdowns. Uh, Newark Valley's always been a powerhouse. Uh, last year they did. Uh, take a few licks. They went three and two uh, last season, but they do have a senior quarterback in Mike Wandell, uh, who is who's a great athlete. Uh, like he, he plays baseball. He was a great pitcher for that team. Uh, and they they always have a good running game, a strong defense, a strong offensive line. Uh, you know, as as a lot of teams in my area move to eight man, uh, Newark Valley is one that you know, they don't have trouble filling out a roster. Uh, that's a, that's a football town for sure. I mean, they're, they're a couple of years removed from a state championship. So that, that football pipeline is still strong and, and they're still pumping out talent. Uh, so they expect Mikey Wandell to do great things in the senior season. And uh, hopefully that'll lead to, lead to success for the, uh, the Newark Valley Cardinals. Uh, 
the Trumansburg Blue Raiders, they are eight man uh, now. They, they, they came back in 2019 after a six-year hiatus uh, and decided to come back in, in the eight-man variation. They had a, a, a solid season last year. It, it is a two-and-three record, but when they won, they dominated. They, they still outscored opponents despite losing uh, the majority of their games. So their, their offense is high-powered. Uh, and uh, it's it's led by a, a core of seniors this year. You have Ethan Fulton at the quarterback position, and uh, from from my experience last year, it seemed like the farther he threw the ball, the more accurate he was, uh, which was incredible to watch. And 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 uh, behind him, he's got Bryce Grove, who's just a real hard nosed power back, which is great in eight man football when you have only three blockers ahead of you, you got to hope that you're running back and do the work uh, as well. And and he certainly does. And then Aiden Alexander is a supremely talented uh, wide receiver and having that core of seniors is really going to lead this Trumansburg team to success uh, this season, but they do have that very tough Spencer Nett and Canada team to contend with um, in, in eight man here in section four. I mean, that, that eight man division is just really, really fun with, you know, new field, uh, Lansing, Moravia, Trumansburg, and Spencer Manhattan, Kander. That's uh, just tightly contested uh, competition. And I'm excited to see how it plays out with uh, with the playoffs uh, this season and, and who's able to, you know, contend for an intersectional championship uh, this year. Then Groton has moved to eight-man this season. They, they've they been 11-man for the longest time. And uh, it, it's, a, it's a true football town, uh, but the numbers just weren't there. Uh, these past couple of years. So they were playing bigger schools. I think they, they had six games on the schedule last year. Only two of them were, were against class D competition and they're a class D school. So they were constantly playing bigger schools and, and just getting roughed up. I mean, they, they ended their season with uh, a game against class B Owego and, and they got, they got really beat down and, and the coach saw that and said, we should probably make a change. And uh, over the off season, uh, they did, and and now they're now they're an eight man team, and I think that'll do them well. Uh, I, I talked to Coach Joe Manning at a practice before the season, and um, I mean he's excited for the year. He's got Austin Hunt returning at quarterback, uh, and you know he's he's had a couple months to uh, to study up on on the eight man game and how everything works in in that regard. Um, because it, it it's not it wasn't a late switch like we had Spencer Nett and Cantor last year they kind of right before the season they said oh we're gonna do eight man and that kind of leaves the coach in a tough spot but even though that that happened they still went undefeated uh, so I think moving from eleven man to eight man will will do this Groton team well and uh, and I mean his goal Joe Manning is is to go undefeated this year so uh, we'll see if they can do that I think when when teams move from 11 man to eight man, I think it, it can definitely be a positive boost uh, to their results for sure. Cause they're playing similar size schools. They're playing schools that they're used to playing. Uh, and yeah, that that's, that's, that that's going to do the uh, Groton Indians uh, uh, very well. Uh, then we have Ithaca, which uh, they, they had a tough season last year. They lost the game, got quarantined, then lost the game uh, or two games. Rather they played an extra game as well. Uh, so they, 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 they're a class double a school, uh, but they do have a senior quarterback that I'm very excited to see chase Pizzito. 
Uh, he's been their starter since his sophomore year, and he is uh, he has a great, great arm. Uh, and as as long as he has the, the targets to throw to, he can really impress on the football field. So uh, even if they haven't had the results these past couple of years, uh, Chase Pizzito is really one to watch uh, under center. He is just a, a great, great uh, throwing talent. Uh, I mean, I've seen him throw just dimes down the field. Uh, so uh, we'll have their game late in the season against Binghamton. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what uh, Spazito can do in his senior season. Cause like, like I said, he's probably uh, one of the more talented quarterbacks as far as arm talent goes that, that I've seen in this area. Uh, then lastly, Dryden, they are uh, switching their quarterback this season. They're sticking with 11 man football. Uh, they, they did get beat up on last season. They went 0 and five. Um, uh, with a pretty rough point differential, uh, but they are having a switch at quarterback. Ryan Weiser uh, will be taking over the reins uh, after their uh, quarterback, Brady Rose, graduated. And uh, Weiser uh, was a very good baseball pitcher. And apparently, like, like I've said these uh, for a couple of these teams, being a very good baseball pitcher is a, a good talent translation to a good quarterback. So uh, that could be the change that this team needs uh, so Ryan Weiser is the guy to watch for Dryden and hopefully he can lead them to a little bit of success uh, this season because they are uh, a couple years removed from, you know, being an impactful team in section four. But, you know, you never know when you're switching quarterbacks, you could uh, strike gold with someone. So uh, we'll see how that plays out uh, for the Dryden Lions. And I believe that is uh, all my teams. Yes, it is, Dan. Great job. Great insight. And I'm sure our uh, I'm sure our listeners will really appreciate this and what I'll do. So our listeners know I'll put your uh, information in the show notes so they know how to uh, get a, a listen to the games via ESPN, uh, Ithaca. Cause like you said, you have a few different games throughout the season that I'm sure they'll be interested in. Anything else you want to add at this point? So yeah, we'll, uh, we'll be covering that game tomorrow, Lansing versus Moravia. Uh, it's a seven o'clock kickoff. Uh, and that's, you know, ESPN Ithaca app and uh, ESPNIthaca.com. I believe that's the, the only place you can find it because I think we'll have Yankees on the radio airwaves. So ESPNIthaca.com and the ESPN Ithaca app uh, is where to listen to that game. Uh, and then, I mean, throughout the season, we'll have games on every Friday, except for, I believe, the 19th, because I'll be going home that day. So <laughs> I have a wedding to attend. So I won't be covering a game that that night. Uh, but also on Saturday mornings, I have a, a, a show called Game Day uh, and that runs from 10 to 11 a.m. Uh, live on ESPN Ithaca, 1160 a.m., 107.1 FM and 11 uh, ESPN and the ESPN Ithaca app. And I, I run through all the, the high school scores from the previous night. Uh, talk to some college football players like this week for our first show. I'll be talking to uh, the Ithaca College quarterback, AJ Wingfield. Uh, so he'll be a guest on my first show and uh, just breaking down the local scene, the college scene, and uh, give my NFL picks at the end of the show. So, um, yeah, that's uh, it's 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 always fun having that because we didn't have it last season um, with, you know, no college sports going on. So um, let's back this year, you know, high school's in action, college is in action. Uh, so ready to to hit the ground running on that on uh, Saturday. Yeah, it feels good to be back with a what I call a true traditional football season yeah. where the you know the humidity's down a little bit, a little bit of a slight chill in the air in the morning. You got that 
smell of cut grass in some places, a lot of places mm-hmm. on, you know, the net, the uh, artificial turf, but it just, it's starting to feel right again and having these kind of conversations. So thanks again, Dan, and uh, best wishes to you in a successful season. And uh, uh, let our listeners know that you'll be on probably at least at once or twice more, or some of your teams go uh, the distance that we'll maybe have you on so that you can help cover those as we go you know, through the season. So appreciate what you do and keep doing it. Thank you. Great. Yeah. Thank you for having me. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and remember, tell your friends, coach Smith says, visit cover4.com and be the next fan up in football and life. It's not where we line up. It's where we wind up. Thank you for listening to the cover four podcast.